The following podcast contains spoilers for Pink Flamingos. You've been warned. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host, Glenjamin Button, along with your host, Miguel Magusto. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello, my friend. How are you? You've plagued me. That's all I can say. I, <laughs> I, I took a risk. The risk may or may not have paid off. Spoiler alert, it did Spoiler not pay alert. off. <laughs> and, oh boy, we are in for one today. But Yes, uh, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into that, have you seen any movies this week? I uh, I have seen one besides Pink Flamingos, and oh. that was uh, Free Guy, which Ooh. we were uh, going to see together, and then uh, plans fell apart, and yes. I made decisions, and they weren't all the best, and I miss you. I miss you, <laughs> too. And I just wanted to be. We known. didn't see a movie together this week. I know, and I'm and a piece of And it's all your fault. It's it, all your I, fault. It literally is. Yeah. Uh so but what about you, my friend? I also saw Free Guy. Um, I went to the only showing I could on Friday night, which was the 4DX showing. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who don't know what 4DX is, you know those amusement park rides that are just like movie theaters with moving seats? It's that for two hours. Yep. Uh, I took a nice little video of me trying to enjoy my popcorn while being thrown around in those seats. I think that video is fucking hilarious. No, it, is, it is hilarious, it's especially not, if you've ever been in one. Yeah. Not enough people are, are giving me credit for that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, well, we may or may not make a video of Free Guy. I don't know. We haven't really discussed it, but I don't want to get into it too much just in mm-hmm. case we do. Uh, but long story short, it's f- it's dumb fun. So if you yep. want to check it out, go check it out. But we may make a video review as well. Uh, then I saw Annette, which is the second time this weekend you stood me up. Mm, that is. The second time. We are going to mm-hmm. go see Free Guy, and you're like, nah, dude. And nah, then I forgot I had plans with buddies. Yeah. And, and then we were going to see Annette, and you're like, no, nah, I forgot we had plans with yep. buddies. Uh, but Annette is uh, Adam Driver, Marion Cotillard. It is a rock opera uh, with music by Sparks, the band that uh, Edgar Wright has a documentary out about called The Sparks Brothers. Uh, this one was really cool. I enjoyed it a lot. It's definitely got flaws, mm-hmm. but the style goes so far, so far above and beyond uh, the flaws that I couldn't help but love it. I I loved it a lot. I highly suggest people check it out. Um, yeah. So Annette, it's right. it's very limited release, so you might have to like do some digging to see what theater it's playing in. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I saw the movie Bug, which is with um, uh, Michael Shannon. And what's her name? Oh my gosh! Why well, Ashley Judd? Uh, it is directed by William Friedkin, who did The Exorcist, and written by Tracy Letts, who many people will know as the dad in Lady Bird. Oh, okay. uh, he wrote he wrote the play and then also wrote the screenplay based on it. It's uh, a really cool psychological thriller about paranoia and hallucinations and everything, uh, and way better than I expected it to be. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was one of those movies where, like, you know, if anyone were watching you watch it, they would just be like, oh, he's probably not really enjoying this. But at the end, you're just like, damn, that was really cool. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever had that experience. You're in but, deep, yeah. Yeah. It was just like, you're not really reacting to it, but you're just kind of taking it all in. And they're like, this is a really cool movie, but it's not really getting a physical reaction yeah. on you. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. There's a really, really cool, well done movie. Um, then I watched Pink Flamingos. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm a different man. Aren't we all? We'll get into that in just a minute. Uh, but we'll get to news first. Do you have any news? Uh, I do have a little bit of news. Um, Let's, then... uh, I'm going to let you go first because it might be the same. And I know I've stolen your news the past two weeks. So oh, forget about it. Um, for for me, uh, Venom 2 got pushed back oh. a couple more weeks. Um, so yeah. this time, instead of uh, late September, it is now going to be mid-October, October 15th, yeah. to be more precise. I have a feeling this one's not because of COVID. It might be a little bit, but I don't think it's 100% of COVID like the pushbacks we've seen, because they only did a couple weeks instead of like six months. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they also released a new trailer for it. Mm-hmm. And... Did they release a trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home? Uh, they're planning not to. They're planning not to? Oh, I I don't know how I feel about that, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, granted, they don't need to. They're going to get they're going to sell tickets regardless. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. Uh yeah, got anything else to say about that? Uh no, just uh, you know, if it is about Delta, then uh, uh well, prepare to possibly see more uh following suit of the pushbacks as well i know clifford was one of the first ones to be like yeah we're packing up just a little bit here yeah which is funny that clifford the big red dog is getting pushed back (laughs) but uh (laughs) yeah i digress yeah hopefully it's not too many and hopefully that doesn't happen because daddy needs his movies Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. Uh, my news is that uh it is rumored which I also believe that this is probably true because they're petty ass bitches that Disney has blacklisted blacklisted Scarlett Johansson from any further future Disney movies uh, (laughs) because they are petty motherfuckers who can't understand that they fucked up and just admit that they fucked up and instead are using COVID as a reason to screw someone out of money. Uh, But you know what? That's actually pretty nun. I didn't see that at all. It's, it's just a rumor. It has not been confirmed, but okay. I also would not be surprised. Yeah. Because they are petty-ass bitches. And oh, wait. She's in the right? Yeah, she's no. in the right. How dare uh, she? <laughs> no more movies for her, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Disney has been known to sue, like, daycares for using their characters on murals and shit. So they're, they're just, like, the worst fucking Jesus. company. Yeah, uh, they're the worst, and I hate that they run so much of the movie industry because it's essentially uh, impossible for us to boycott them because mm-hmm. we would see nothing if that yeah. happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, so well, that's pretty crazy if it uh, ends up being true. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's true, but I'm sure she's definitely still going to get work regardless. But yeah, my feeling is that it is true and then they'll probably receive backlash and then just come out and be like no that's not true no and never did such a thing and then hire her in like one or two other movies just to save face Mm -hmm. and then never work with her again that's what i'm expecting is gonna happen but who knows who knows Uh, but yeah that's all the news for this week this was gonna happen (laughs) sooner or later let's get into pink flamingos I'd like to close with the original trailer New Line Cinema used to sell Pink Flamingos. Notice, no footage from the actual movie is ever shown. Did you happen to hear about it? From some friends who saw it and thought it was absolutely marvelous. Probably, I'll be very insulted. Rex Reed (laughs) told us that it's uh, fabulous. You come out at midnight to see it. Why go home at midnight? What are you going to see there? I guess there's just two kinds of people, Miss Sandstone. My kind of 
Fantastic. It's the third time I've been to it. It's an incredible head thing for people. Oh, it's marvelous. Absolutely. Most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Not to be believed. Absolutely outrageous. It was divine. Fabulous. Notorious Baltimore, as they say. Notorious Baltimore criminal and underground figure Divine goes up against a sleazy married couple who make a passionate attempt to humiliate her and seize her tabloid-given title as the fifth filthiest person alive. Written and directed by John Waters, it stars Divine, David Lockery, Mary Vivian Pierce, and Mink Stoll. <sighs> and this was on Criterion Channel for those who have not watched it yet. <laughs> if you want to watch it, Sure, go watch it. Uh, but Glenn, what do you want to talk about first? The gaping butthole, the incestuous blowjob, or the shit eating? <laughs> or something <Yes>. else entirely? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, I will start out by saying this was very hard to watch yes. for me specifically. Same. Um, I, <laughs> I looked on Letterboxd, and this is getting really good reviews. And... I feel bad because deep down in my soul, I'm like, am I the shitty person here? Or or is everybody, you know, this just isn't for me. I know that. No. 100%. It's the children who are wrong. It's the, it's the children. <laughs> this is um, definitely solidly not for me. I had to uh, I had to stop a, f- a couple times Yeah. every uh, couple minutes. <laughs> I, I did not stop, but I completely understand. Uh, I... I get why people like this. It is it is a practice in what humans can handle to see. Uh, and it is to, in some ways, it is comedic. I did laugh at a few things. Yeah, there's there's a few little golden yeah. nuggets, which is really hard to say when there's just shit nuggets everywhere. <laughs> Specifically, uh, Divine's performance when she's not being absolutely horrid, like when they ask what her political beliefs are. Yeah. Could you give us some of your political beliefs? Kill everyone now. Condone first-degree murder. Advocate cannibalism. Eat shit. Filth are my politics. Filth is my life. Take whatever you like. Kill everyone now. Yeah, that that was the, the quote I was talking about last week when I said I've seen that and that's enough to make me want to see it. Mm -hmm. But this, you know... When you are a film buff, sorry for knocking the thing. When you're a film buff, people always tell you, oh, this movie's this way, this movie's that way. I, a few examples for me is people were like, oh, Candyman is terrifying. It is terrifying. The originals, that is. Both of those do not live up to the hype in, in today's world, and they're not that scary. Uh, that you get other movies where it's like, oh, this is funny, this that's this this is that, blah 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 blah. This is hard to watch. No, it's not really hard to watch if you watch a lot of movies. Uh, and then, or, and there's been two movies now where it has lived up to the hype for me. For that, for me, that is uh, the Birth of the Nation in 1915. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has a reputation for being super racist. And in my uh, before I saw it in my my. What I don't even know what the naivete I was just like, how racist could it be? And the answer is so racist. <laughs> uh, in the even for 1915 standards, yeah. And in this, I was like, people were like, oh, this is like the filthiest movie, it's so raunchy. And in my head, I was like, how raunchy could it be? So raunchy, it's it's raunchy, yeah. so raunchy. It's 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 porn essentially, in some parts. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, 
the <laughs> the gratification that this movie does give you is just this is one of those porn like movies that you see but in full effect and it goes hard. Yeah. Uh I understand the the whole uh theme of this movie and I don't I don't want to like just bash it just on how I felt on it alone. I understand why it was. The yeah, one, I so. have no problem with the overall message of it, which is yeah. just like breaking social norms. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, the people who make this don't actually think that this is like, especially like the murdering part. Like, they don't think yeah. I, that it's fine. I, I assume that like sexually, they have that much of a a, a funny bone for for sexual things. Um, but it definitely pushes the limits in, mm-hmm. in what <laughs> what and for me it's just, it's just not something that i would want to watch like like i said the gaping butthole uh the murdering a bird during sex thing yeah that uh, was like a chicken that was honestly that was harder to watch than anything just because I, I you know like i admit i eat animals i'm a hypocrite in that sense but i don't like watching animals be killed yeah uh it's very sad to me every time even just like roadkill i feel especially when you're watching the chicken and it's just like yo yeah what the hell i don't i don't want to be here yeah um but it's i i i understand the appeal for that it's kind of like a 1970s jackass but with a plot Mm -hmm. but they go so much further than jackass ever has and i think a lot of that is because they didn't have a studio telling them to rein it in yeah (laughs) What what can we talk about that we liked about this? I think it's it's the plot in itself, like the 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 basics of the plot of that married couple who uh, kidnap women to impregnate them to sell them, uh, trying to show divine that they're they're filthier than her. Mm-hmm. I think the overall plot is kind of hilarious. I think the rivalry is definitely a very uh, funny concept for yes. sure. Yeah, if if it held itself back, at least. A decent amount for me, I think this would have been a much better experience, yeah. Um, but also, we're not the target audience, for yeah. This. Like, we are, de- well, I am definitely for sure not the target yeah. audience. No, I'm, I'm not either. Like, yeah. I, I probably maybe enjoyed this a little bit more than you. Uh, I'm speculating, of course. No, I definitely think but, you did. <laughs> but, uh, I it's just there's there's so much wrong with it's, it. It's, it's hard <laughs> to talk about. It's so it is really hard to talk so, about. I, the 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 core like like we were just saying the core rivalry between the two is definitely probably the best thing about it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not naturally a, a skeeved person to a lot of things. I I got through this movie. Yeah. But I had a permanent stink face on the whole time watching it. I'm just like <laughs> yeah. I could literally be doing anything else right now. Yeah, and I'm so sorry for wasting <laughs> an hour, 33 well, minutes of your time. Is, I did get to do whatever I wanted else because yeah. I, I stopped every 20 minutes. I'm like, I need I need a break. Yeah. <laughs> I just need a mental break from this at the moment. Yeah, I uh, think I honestly think I would have enjoyed this more if things were simulated. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, like I, yeah, people might say I'm a prude, but it's I, I have a very photographic memory. Like the shit that I saw 20 years ago, I still see when I close <laughs> my eyes. So I know when I'm going to remember something, and I don't want to remember it. Yeah. So yeah, I may have closed my eyes a, a few times in this, but that's because like I 
like there is a a <laughs> documentary of of uh, like a murder documentary that I saw when I was like nine. Yes, way too young to be watching murder documentaries, but they showed an actual picture from the crime scene. I still see that shit when I close my eyes, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been twenty two years. So I, I'm not gonna watch willingly a guy like flexing his butthole. So you, <laughs> I'm not gonna watch that. At the same I, time, Turtlehead. I, I'm not going to to watch you know a a woman. Uh, a, a drag queen give her son a blowjob. <laughs> there's there are things that I have to just kind of put my hand up and look at the top of the frame until that shot is over with. And <laughs> like you know, if that makes me a wimp, so fucking be it. Like I know my limits. Yeah, there's, uh, but there's, so there's limits that a human being has, yes. and this one didn't care to care for the limits. So it, while. It did. While it I say it probably thing. it would probably not be as infamous mm-hmm. if they simulated things, I probably would have enjoyed it more if they simulated. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, S- same here. But uh, yeah. I'm definitely not the target audience here. Yeah, and, and that's uh, fine. You hey, know, that's you, fine. You don't have to enjoy every movie. Not every movie is made for you. What? And yeah, I know. Uh, I have no problem. I like John Waters. I think he's a, you know, I, I an interesting dude. Uh, he definitely is a, a little fucking freak. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sure that he would agree with that and be proud of that. So I'm not like trying to insult him or anything. You know what's funny? The only thing I know him from is the seat of Chucky, and he was he was a character in that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what I know him from because when I found out he was a direct uh, a director, I was like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. really? Wow. Um, let me just go through this real quick. Uh, maybe hairspray. The re- I don't know. He, he's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, he was also the narration voice for this with the super thick Bal- uh, Baltimorean oh, accent or whatever. <laughs> that was him. Yeah. Nice. And, and and honestly, that was like the funniest part to me was that. Um, but uh, let me look at my notes because I'm I'm kind of just rambling at this point. Uh, what I want to know is how did he find so many insane people? He really did. like is Baltimore just filled with that many? I think I think insane so. people. Because you're underestimating uh, the whole uh, Maryland yeah. state. Because <laughs> it's it's one thing to uh, to get like one person to do something fucked up, mm-hmm. but specifically the 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 butthole shit with yeah. uh, um. That was during a party, and they were actually there. Like, a bunch of people were actually there. Yeah. And I know that I, like, if I were invited to that, I'd be like, well, <laughs> that's my cue to <laughs> yeah. exit. Yeah, that's that's why we don't go to parties, yeah. Mike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for that for reason real. alone. Uh, I, uh, one of my notes, I wrote trashy but charming. I definitely wrote that before the butthole shit. Oh, yeah. Because uh, before the butthole thing, and, uh, you know, I, trying to overlook the dead chicken, because I know not everyone feels the same way about animals as I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I did think it was relatively ch- uh, trashy than charming, but charming, but it's just like, yeah, it did too much shit. And <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I think the acting was horrible, but it made it more <laughs> enjoyable. It was, and, <laughs> how do I, how do I say this? It was very drag, um, where they were very expressive about everything. Yes. And just, it felt like overacting, but, I mean, I knew exactly what was going on there. It was just, it was just their personalities, just going ham. Another note I wrote is Jesus fucking Christ, the asshole scene. Um, 
You can't get over it. That's going to be ingrained in your skull. That's why I stopped watching. <laughs> but it, it kept going. And I was just like, I would just peek to make sure it was done. And just be like, nope, staring into the abyss. No, it's, it's there. Oh, man. Uh, you know, we, we talked about how there are some funny parts of this. I, I, would, I do want to try to focus on the positives here. Uh, I think there were a lot of really funny moments. Um, one for me specifically is when they uh got a package and you know the the postman like knocked on the door <laughs> and they were all freaking out and then it went silent yeah. and Who the, the fuck yeah when it was when when it was silent and no one was talking divine just went mother shut up but she wasn't saying anything yeah. I, I i just thought that was it. so there are moments like that where it is you know pretty funny it, it's just it you know then it was shortly followed by a guy flashing no, people with a sure. sausage it's, on his it's dick. Funny moments are very overwhelmed by all yeah. the gratuitous Ooh. gape. Oh God, why'd you have to use that word? <laughs> oh, Glenn, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, do, do you have any moments that stuck out to you as like you know, like you wish there was more of that? If I'm being honest, no. <laughs> That's fine. That's completely fine. Uh, no, nah, this. this it, I don't want to be overly harsh on it. It's not for yeah. me. I don't want to bash it too hard. It had its it had its moments. Uh, I think the overacting kind of made it better in a way. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. How how can I take any of this seriously if they're taking this seriously? So I'm glad they're just going absolutely bonkers oh, yeah. with their performances. Honestly, I'd be more disturbed if they were good at yeah. acting. Very much so, and I think yeah. it's 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 great that Ben Foster got a role as the uh, the orange haired lady's little uh, secretary. He he was great in this. I know what? that's not Ben Foster at all. Oh, okay. I'm just saying it looks like Ben Foster. I, for a second, I, I I knew it wasn't Ben Foster, yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, are they remaking this? Oh my god! Good god! Crazy. Why are they remaking? <laughs> nah, he, he, every time I saw him, I was like, man, go good for Ben Foster. <laughs> but it, yeah, it just kidnapping women, him. masturbating into his hand, yeah, and then nice. Impregnating them against good their and wholesome. will. That's great. That's good, great, great, buddy. Good, good job. and wholesome. And then he gets castrated. Wow. Yeah. Dear Lord. Yeah, uh, this this went above and beyond any expectation I didn't know I was going to have. Yeah. Um. Uh, I I just have one last thing to say, and if you have anything else to say, I, I no no okay. Great. Um. So this to me just felt like. It was an advertisement for something. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Divine's mother got married to the Eggman, which the fact that there's an Eggman is fucking weird, but that's for another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then th she's being pushed away on a barrel, and there's cans tied to her barrel, and, you know, there's just married, that whole trope and everything. Uh, and I noticed all the cans look the same, and there was a a blue little logo on there. And then I it hit me that this must be an advertisement for Pabst Blue Ribbon, the trashiest of all beers. <laughs> Pabst Blue Ribbon and White Trash. It's a deadly combination that can lead to prison time and children being taken away from their homes. You have the right to remain silent. Now please look at the camera and say, I'm White Trash and I'm in trouble. I'm White Trash and I'm in trouble. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. We solved it, Glenn. You know what I We've realized about that is that, that whole part is that uh, 
you know, they got married and they had a nice feast of, of cops. So they had pig, too. Yeah. So, yeah, they had Ooh, pig for dinner. I see what you did yeah. there. I see what you did there. And then the cops never followed up on that. Yeah, two cops went missing. And oh, shit. Never... Five of our troopers are gone? Well. Well. Uh, there we go. Vacation, whatever. Uh, you got anything else to say? I, I don't have anything All else right. to say. All right. So that brings us to the judgment for Pink Flamingos. As always, it has to be a unanimous decision. Whether or not this becomes a shelf boy, we put on the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. Uh, it was my pick this week, so I'm going to give this a resounding fuck no. But you know what? If, for people that enjoy this, good for you. Uh, yes, um, so I think it's fitting where I'm going to place this as the filthiest movie of all time, right in the trash. Right in the trash. <laughs> right in the trash. I mean, I don't know if you knew this, but the, at the end when she eats the dog shit, yeah. that was 100% real. Yeah, no, I I assumed when and the dog shit and she ate it. <laughs> yeah. The fact that anyone thinks that that's fake is kind of silly, because you see the dog shit and it doesn't cut, and then yep. it's... Like, editing was not that good back then. I was waiting for it to cut, and then uh, it didn't yep. happen, and there it was. No, not at all. Sh- Dude, I smelled. When she did that, I smelled shit. Oh, and I, why? I hated it. I hated every <laughs> second of it. Well, why did you shit your pants? <laughs> well, because I was, it was fitting. I had to be filthy yes, as well. This is true. Um, uh, but apparently, this uh, last bit of trivia, Divine called the hospital later that night after they finished shooting to see it because she was like really worried and regretted that she did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, was it? she pretended to be a mother whose child just ate Ugh. shit <laughs> and they just told her that, uh, that the worst thing that would happen is that they would get white worms <laughs> oh man uh, yeah yeah that's 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 great uh i don't want to offend anybody by reviewing this movie uh yeah i know there's people who love this movie it just more wasn't power for me. to them more yeah. power to just them just wasn't for me that's uh, why I'm putting it in the trash, because it just belongs. Yeah, you know? it does belong in the trash. It does. And I'm sure that John Waters would be honored to be he in the trash. He would love that. There's a he trash shelf somewhere. Absolutely and love it. it. So, Pink Flamingos probably gets buried the deepest in trash that any movie that <laughs> yeah. we review. But Danny out DeVito's of, down there. Uh, the trash man. <laughs> out of respect, though. Yes. Because we know that that's where Divine and John Waters would want it to be. Mm-hmm. So deep in the trash that you get hepatitis just looking at it. <laughs> or white uh, worms. <laughs> or white worms. Uh, so that does it for Pink Flamingos. That brings us to our plugs for this week. Again, it's my turn, so I'm going to go first. Uh, you and I both like watching uh, you know, car- uh, actors break down their characters and whatnot. Vanity that's Fair true. on their YouTube channel does this every so often with iconic actors like Han Solo and Han Solo. That's not a fucking actor. Uh, Harrison Ford who plays Han Solo. Yeah. And like Terry Crews breaking down all their, uh, their, their characters. Mm -hmm. But, uh, we just watched lighthouse not too long ago. We did. And, uh, Willem Dafoe has one, which is fucking great. Cause I love Willem Dafoe. Who doesn't? He's one of the greatest actors of our generation and I, I love hearing him talk and he's just seems like such a humble person. Uh, so he has one on Vanity Fair called Willem Dafoe breaks down his career from the Boondock Saints to Spider-Man on Vanity Fair on YouTube. I am Willem Dafoe and this is the timeline of my career. I never really decided I wanted to be an actor. I always kind of thought I'd end up doing something differently and then enough time passed where I thought I guess I'm an actor. I've been doing this for a while. 
I went to school for a little while in an acting program, but I dropped out very quickly. And I was reading about people like the Performance Group, the Manhattan Project, Grotowski, Robert Wilson. So I went to Mecca, which was New York. There was part of me that thought I would try to be a traditional actor, but I kept on finding myself going downtown, going to loft performances, seeing dance. And I got involved with a company called the Wooster Group that I ended up being with for 27 years, and that was my day-to-day life. And that is my plug for this week, because we need a little more Willem Dafoe we in our life. We can't es- have enough Willem Dafoe. Especially after watching Pink Flamingos. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Yes. Um, oh, there it is. Yes. Uh, and then... My plug for this week is, I'm glad you said something about Han Solo, because mine this week is actually a YouTube channel called John Solo. Ooh. Uh, yes, and he breaks down like a bunch of different like origins of uh, mythological creatures or gods or just mythologies or anything like that. And I've just been listening to his like uh, videos like nonstop this week while I've been mm-hmm. working. And I can't get enough, because I love, I love learning... A lot about like mythology and stuff like that, especially Greek mythology, uh, and he's just been, just been cranking them out yeah. for me in my ears. Uh, <laughs> the first, the first one I watched was we were talking about Anastasia um, last last week. Me and uh, me and Hoffy, and then I looked it up just to like learn about more of the history because I was trying to tell him about it because I knew a bit about it, but I didn't know all of it. And then I just listened to that. And I'm like, oh, this guy's got some other really cool shit on here. Yeah. I just spent the whole week listening to them all. Yeah, so, you, you went down a rabbit hole, a yeah. John, John Solo rabbit, uh, mm-hmm. rabbit hole. And that was okay. Uh, so yeah, that is going to be my plug, John Solo on YouTube. What is going on, Solo fam? My name is John Solo, and welcome to another episode of Messed Up Origins. And for the new folks that are watching, welcome to Messed Up Origins, the show where I break down the often disturbing source material that your favorite childhood stories are based on. For our first episode of 2019, we covered The Snow Queen by Hans Christian Andersen, the fairy tale that inspired Frozen. Then I asked you guys what story we should cover this week, and the majority of you said Anastasia. Not gonna lie, I posted that poll expecting The Lion King to win, but the Solo fam has spoken, so we'll talk about it some other time. Sometime soon, don't worry. Now for those unfamiliar, Anastasia was an animated film produced by 20th Century Fox in 1997. It was very loosely based on real events that took place in Russia after World War I, and the main character was inspired by the Grand Duchess Anastasia of House Romanov. You heard that right, by the way. It's a common misconception, but 20th Century Fox, not Disney, made Anastasia. Nice. So those are our plugs for this week. That brings us to our assignment for next week. Glenn, it is your turn. I know, I know you probably want to punish me for Pink Flamingos. I really thought about it. I'm not going to lie. I, I would not hold it against you. I hope you don't, but <laughs> I, my fate is in your hands. But I wanted a good movie, hopefully a good movie. Neither of us have seen it, at least uh, at least on our Letterboxd uh, feed. Um, I wanted I wanted a glimpse at Robin Williams. There's been a lot of talk about him recently this this week for like just in conversations with me. And yeah. uh, you know I want a little bit of Robert De Niro too. So oh. I found a little movie on Amazon Prime. It's also on Pluto TV uh, called Awakenings. And Awakenings. Awakenings is about the victims. Uh, why did I do this? Because it's about doctor <laughs> shit, and that's a big word. Uh, encephalitis? En- en- encephalitis, yeah. Hell yeah! 
the victims of an encephalitis epidemic many years ago have been catatonic ever since, but now a new drug offers the prospect of reviving them. Directed by Penny Marshall, written by Oliver Sacks, uh, the book, and then Stephen uh, Zalian at the screenplay. Stars Robert De Niro, Robert Williams, Julie Kavner, uh, Ruth Nelson, and John Hurd, and plenty of other people in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is going to be on Amazon Prime and Pluto TV. We'll be working with patients, people, doctor. When you say people, you mean living people? You do want the job, don't you? Hi. I'm Dr. Thayer. I'm Wahida. Wahida. I'd like to ask. I was born in 1911 in Kingsbridge, New York. Prior to July 1955, I resided at the Brooklyn Psychiatric Center, Brooklyn, New York. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> Prior to that, I was a person. <sighs> it gets easier. You don't think it will, but it does. Can you hear me? Does he ever speak to you? Of course not. Not in words. No change in data 9-11-44. Your patients, doctor, haven't moved in decades. What I believe, what I know, is these people are alive inside. How do you know that, doctor? I know it. I just wanted to say to you, I preferred your explanation. At 200 milligrams, he showed no response. Maybe he needs more. Maybe he needs less. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been popping up a lot. I mean, it's uh, the, what was it, sixth year or something anniversary I, of his death? Sixth or seventh, seventh I think. Seventh yeah. anniversary of his death on August 11th, so I understand why he's been around. He always pops up around in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he continues to be missed, so... Uh, yeah, Awakenings, that is our assignment for next week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, you can check out our website, www.keystonefilmreview.com. <sighs> On Instagram, we are Keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, Keystone underscore film. Facebook, Keystone Film Review. YouTube, Keystone Film Review. And on Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I am Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we watch Awakenings with Robert De Niro and Robin Williams on Amazon Prime. Yep. I cannot stress enough how sorry I am to anyone who watched Pink Flamingos because of this podcast. Well, I, if if you did, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> but well, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Yeah, if you did, you're a bunch of filthy little bastards, and that's oh, the whole yes. point. Yes. So congratulations. Mm, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.